What is up, everybody? We are back on MLB Morning Coffee. I know a couple of days delayed after opening day, but we are going to do scoreboard segments for opening day and for the second day of the season, so April 1st and 2nd. We'll get it started off with what was a pitcher's duel down in the Sunshine State. We'll take it to Miami for the Rays and the Marlins. It's a high shot off the fastball. That's got a chance to get out of here. God, home run for Alston Meadows. Meadows connects to give the Rays the lead. Austin Meadows' tie-breaking home run in the top of the eighth inning gave the Rays a 1-0 lead. That is all they would need as they beat the Marlins 1-0 on opening day. Tyler Glasnow pitched six innings of one-hit baseball, didn't walk anybody, and struck out six. Sandy Alcantara went six innings of shutout baseball for Miami, two hits, two walks, and seven strikeouts. Diego Castillo picked up the save. His first of the season, obviously in the first game of the season, a hitless ninth inning with no walks and two strikeouts. Miami managed just three hits in the ball game. Our next stop is in New York, where Randall Gritchick was working overtime to give the Blue Jays an opening day win. Nelson concerned with the speed of Davis and with good reason as Gritchick slashes the ball to right field. Judge back and it's over his head. And now it bounces back by and towards the infield. Davis is in to score. Gritchick's double in the top of the 10th inning gave the Blue Jays a 3-2 lead. They would win by that final on opening day at Yankee Stadium. Romano the win out of the bullpen for Toronto. One scoreless inning, two walks, and two strikeouts. Nelson, the loss for the Yankees, one unearned run. Remember, we are starting the season with a runner on second base in extra innings. That is going to be the rule the entire 2021 Major League season. So if that runner scores, that run is unearned to the pitcher. So an unearned run charged to Nelson. Merriweather with the save for Toronto. Blue Jays got five and a third innings out of Hinjin Ryu, who allowed two runs on four hits, one walk, and five strikeouts. Garrett Cole went five and a third for New York, two runs on five hits in five and a third innings, two walks, and eight strikeouts. Offensively, Teoscar Hernandez went three for four with two runs scored and a home run for the Blue Jays. Randall Gritchick two for four with an RBI as well. For New York, Gary Sanchez had both RBI as he went two for three with a two-run homer. That was the only offense that New York had in the ballgame. Our next stop on our opening day scoreboard recap takes us to a snowy Detroit where Miguel Cabrera decided that he was going to hit a milestone home run in a flurry of snow. <laughs> the nose grows longer. <laughs> that is a snow again. Was that, was that a Pinocchio? One, that. one, sky to right. Deep and gone! Miguel Cabrera's 350th is a Tiger! He thought it was a double! How about that? On opening day Look at the confetti-filled stadium. Confetti. Oh my gosh. The outfielder couldn't, Miggy couldn't see it. He slid into second. The 350th home run of Miguel Cabrera's Tigers career. The 488th of his overall career, 
there's a legitimate chance that he gets the 500 home runs this season. Tigers edged the Cleveland Baseball Club by a 3-2 score on opening day. Boyd with the win. He goes five and two-thirds innings of shutout baseball. Walked four, struck out two, allowed only three hits. Shane Bieber took the loss for Cleveland. He allowed three runs on five hits in six innings. Walked three and struck out 12. He has punched out 12 batters in back-to-back opening day starts. Soto with the save for Detroit. He allowed two runs in the ninth inning, the only two runs that Cleveland scored in the game on a Roberto Perez two-run homer. Offensively, nobody for Detroit had multiple hits. They had just five hits in the game. Cleveland had just six hits in the game, but the notable RBI coming from Miguel Cabrera, who went one for four with that two-run homer, and from Jacoby Jones, who went one for three with an RBI. Opening day will always produce some wild results, and wild is what we got in Milwaukee. We'll head up to American Family Field. It's going to be weird not calling it Miller Park for the Brewers and the Twins. And R.C., a big bouncing ball. Kane's coming to the plate. It's glove to throw home. The stride. He's safe. Ball game. The Brewers win. Oh, a thriller on opening day 2021. Arcia with a chopper. An opening day walk-off fielder's choice for Orlando Arcia as the Brewers edge the Twins 6-5 on opening day. Josh Hader gets the win as he pitched a scoreless 10th inning, inheriting a runner on second base. He struck out the side in the 10th. Randy Dobnak took the loss as he allowed the one unearned run in the bottom of the 10th inning. It was a 5-2 Twins lead going into the bottom of the ninth inning. Christian Yelich had an RBI single, then Travis Shaw doubled home a pair to tie the game at five. So Alex Colome, in his Twins debut, allows three runs, all of them unearned, though, because of a throwing error that he committed. Offensively in this ball game. Travis Shaw goes two for four in his return to Milwaukee with three RBI. Avasail Garcia, two for five. Christian Yelich, two for four with an RBI and two runs scored. Colton Wong in his Brewers debut goes one for three with two runs scored. On the other side, Andrelton Simmons in his Twins debut, two for four with a run scored. Max Kepler, three for five with an RBI and a run scored. Luis Arias goes two for five with an RBI. Some concern, though, for Minnesota. Josh Donaldson left early in the ball game. His status is yet to be determined. Homers in the game, Byron Buxton hit his first of the year for Minnesota. Our next stop is going to be in Chicago, where a lot of people have their eyes on a certain pirate named Key Brian Hayes, who might be the early odds-on favorite for National League Rookie of the Year. Here's why. Pirates have a man on, and Key Brian Hayes drives one to deep left field, and Key Brian Hayes on opening day hits a two-run homer. How do you like this kid? A two-run homer for Key Brian Hayes in the top of the first inning. The Pirates took the lead then and never trailed as they beat the Chicago Cubs 5-3 on opening day. The winning pitcher was Sam Howard out of the bullpen as he goes a scoreless inning for Pittsburgh. Kyle Hendricks takes the loss. 
He allowed three runs on four hits in three innings, three walks, and four strikeouts. Rodriguez with the save as he went a hitless ninth inning, one walk, and two strikeouts. The Cubs had just two hits in the game, and they issued 11 walks using eight pitchers on opening day. For Pittsburgh, Kevin Newman had multiple hits as he went two for five. Jacob Stallings went two for four in his season debut for the Pittsburgh Pirates. For the Cubs, their only hits came from Anthony Rizzo, who had an RBI, and from Eric Sogard, who came in off the bench. We now head to Philadelphia, where Gene Segura provided a little walk-off magic for the Philadelphia Phillies. Freddie Freeman, or Freeman's basically a step behind him at the pitch. Over toward third, and it's yes! for the head of Riley down the left field line! Harper scores easily! Gene Segura was a man on a mission, and the mission was victory! And the Phillies have won on opening day in the bottom of the 10th inning, 3-2. Let the season begin! A walk-off single in the bottom of the 10th inning for Gene Segura as the Phillies best the Braves on opening day 3-2. The Phillies had a 2-0 lead going into the top of the 7th inning when Pablo Sandoval hit a two-run homer to tie the game up. The game remained tied at 2 going into the bottom of the 10th inning, and that is when Segura came up with the walk-off single. Brogdon, the win out of the bullpen, the loss, and I didn't even realize this guy was still in the league. Nate Jones took the loss for Atlanta. This was a pitcher's duel somewhat. Nine hits for Philadelphia, seven for Atlanta. Stars offensively in the game, Ronald Acuna, the only multi-hit game for Atlanta as he went two for four. For Philadelphia, Gene Segura went two for five. JT Realmuto went two for four. Those two accounted for two of Philadelphia's three RBI in the game. Alec Bohm went 0 for three, but he had the other RBI for the Phillies. Max Freed for Atlanta allowed two runs on five hits in five innings of work. Two walks and eight strikeouts. Aaron Nola went six and two-thirds innings. Two runs on six hits, no walks, and six strikeouts. Now to Colorado, where the Rockies got the best of the Dodgers on opening day. And Tapia gets it on the ground. He's going to get the run in. Well done. Well done. Owen scores. Hampson to third. RBI for Rymel. And it's on the ground to short. And it's under the glove of Seager. And the Rockies have a fourth run. Part of a two-run outburst in the fifth inning as the Rockies end up outslugging the Dodgers 8-5. to five. There was a very weird play in this game when Cody Bellinger hit a home run to left field. However, Justin Turner thought the ball was caught and was running back to first base. Bellinger passed him by rule, and it's a very confusing rule. Bellinger's out, and one run scores. So it goes in as a very long RBI single, but it did not matter as Colorado got the best of Clayton Kershaw. Five and two-thirds innings, ten hits, six runs, five earned, one walk, and two strikeouts. Herman Marquez went four innings for Colorado, one run on six hits. He walked six and struck out two. Daniel Bard picked up the save in his second season back in the big leagues with a scoreless ninth inning. No homers in the game, even though Bellinger got credited with a home run. Chris Owings, the star of the show offensively for Colorado, as he went three for three with three runs scored, 
one RBI and one walk. CJ Crone goes two for four with two runs scored. Trevor Story, a two for five performance. Ramel Tapia, one for five with two RBI. For Colorado, two hits apiece for Mookie Betts, Corey Seager, Cody Bellinger, Max Muncie, and Gavin Lux. Also, Clayton Kershaw had two hits in the ballgame as well. It was a slugfest in Cincinnati on opening day, and the Cardinals got the best of the Reds' pitching staff. Out to deep left, and goodbye! Tyler O'Neill, two-run homer. He hung it, and all of a sudden, Tyler O'Neill jumped on it. Two-run shot, and the Cardinals have an 11-3 lead. That two-run shot from Tyler O'Neill that you just heard made it an 11-3 ball game at the time. Cardinals go on to beat the Reds by an 11-6 final. This was an ugly game from both starters. Neither starter pitched into the sixth inning. Luis Castillo took the loss for Cincinnati. He allowed 10 runs, 8 earned on 8 hits and 3 and a third. Jack Flaherty for St. Louis, a no decision, 6 earned runs on 6 hits and 4 and a third. He allowed 2 homers, walked 2, and struck out 4. Gallegos gets the win for St. Louis as he pitched a scoreless eighth inning. Homers in the game for St. Louis. Tyler O'Neill is first. Dylan Carlson his first. Nick Castellanos his first for Cincinnati. And Eugenio Suarez his first for the Reds as well. Castellanos got the start in right field as he went three for five with two RBI and two runs scored. Jonathan India, the former first round draft pick for the Cincinnati Reds, went two for four in his debut starting at second base. Paul Goldschmidt, a four for five performance with three runs scored for the St. Louis Cardinals. A very tight game in San Diego on opening day between the Padres and the Arizona Diamondbacks and the San Diego Padres. They're coming up clutch once again, as they have done so often in the last year plus. Two down, two on. Hosmer grounds one up the middle. Goodbye, the driving second baseman. Marcano's coming around, and the Padres have tied the score 7-7. Then Eric Hosmer single tied the game up at 7 in the 6th inning, and then Jerickson Profar with a sacrifice fly in the bottom of the 7th inning to make it an 8-7 ball game. This was a wild game. Diamondbacks leading 1-0 going into the bottom of the second inning. Victor Caratini with a two-RBI single. Then in the third, Madison Bumgarner gives up home runs to Eric Hosmer and Will Myers to make it 4-1. Then Victor Caratini with another RBI single. Eric Hosmer follows with an RBI double in the bottom of the fourth inning. It's a 6-1 ball game at that point. But then in the fifth inning, the Diamondbacks took the lead. Cattell Marte hit a home run to get it started, then a home run by Cabrera to make it 6-4. That is the aforementioned as Drupal Cabrera. Then Tim LeCastro, a two-run homer to tie the game at 6. Steven Vogt followed with a home run in the fifth inning to make it a 7-6 ball game. So the Diamondbacks score 6 in the top of the fifth inning thanks to three homers in the inning but they are not able to seal the deal. The winning pitcher for San Diego, Emilio Pagan, as he pitched a scoreless inning out of the bullpen. Alex Young took the loss for Arizona as he went an inning and a third, one run on two hits, no walks, and one strikeout. The save goes to Mark Melanson, his first as a Padre, as he pitched a perfect ninth inning. 
It was an ugly day for the starters. Hugh Darvish in his Padre debut, four and two-thirds, four runs on eight hits, one walk, and six strikeouts. Madison Bumgarner, his Diamondbacks career is not off to a good start over the first year plus. He goes four innings, allows six runs on seven hits, two homers, walked three, and struck out six. For San Diego, big day for Eric Hosmer as he goes three for four with three RBI and a run scored. Will Myers, one for three with two runs scored, an RBI and a walk. Jake Cronenworth, two for two with three runs scored and two walks. Victor Caratini as the starting catcher for San Diego. Glad that he is getting a starting job, two for four with three RBI. Cattell Marte, the star of the show for Arizona, as he went four for five with two runs scored and an RBI. That coming on his home run. Our next recap, you might think this was a football game, but no, this was a baseball game between the Kansas City Royals and the Texas Rangers that featured a whole heck of a lot of offense. It's great, especially, how about this? Oh my, Whit Merrifield hits the Royals' third home run today, that's his third hit, and that's how he greets lefty Colby Allard. And the Royals have scored 14 today. Royals win on opening day 14-10. The Texas Rangers scored five runs in the top of the first inning, and Kansas City followed with five in the bottom of the first inning. The Rangers then scored a run in the second and two runs in the third to take an 8-5 lead. But the Royals would come back with two in the bottom of the third inning thanks to a homer from Michael A. Taylor and a Carlos Santana RBI single that made it an 8-7 game. Then in the bottom of the fourth inning, Jorge Soler tied it with a solo homer to make it 8-8. Taylor with an RBI single. Then Whit Merrifield with a sacrifice fly into right field. The Rangers would make it a one-run ball game in the top of the sixth inning, thanks to an RBI single by Eli White, but the Royals would counter back with three runs in the bottom of the seventh inning and one run in the bottom of the eighth on a Whit Merrifield solo homer. The Rangers would get one run in the top of the ninth inning, but that would be all. There is no use in going over any of the starting pitching lines for you. We can tell you that the winner was Carlos Hernandez out of the bullpen for Kansas City as he went three innings, allowed two runs on three hits, one walk, and five strikeouts. Wade Davis picked up the save in his return to Kansas City. Two-thirds of an inning for him out of the bullpen. Greg Holland ended up getting the hold in the game as he went two-thirds of an inning out of the Royals' bullpen as well. Kansas City had to use seven pitchers in the game. Texas ended up using seven as well. Starter Kyle Gibson lasted just a third of an inning as he allowed five runs on four hits, walking three. Huge day for Whit Merrifield as he goes three for five with two RBI and two runs scored. Jorge Soler, a two for two day with a homer, two RBI, two walks, and two runs scored. And how about Kyle Isbell in his Major League debut? The third round pick out of UNLV in 2018 makes the opening day roster somewhat of a surprise, but he goes three for five with two RBI and a run scored for Texas. David Dahl goes three for five with two runs scored. Jose Trevino with three for five performance for Texas. Nathan Lowe goes two for six with four RBI and a run scored. We now head out to the West Coast, to Oakland specifically, for the Houston Astros and the Oakland A's, where it was all Astros on opening night. Alex Uh-oh. Bregman on a 2-2 pitch, drives one deep to left field, that ball's gone. Back-to-back Jacks, Brantley and Bregman 
and the Astros now lead 5-1. to one. Houston wins by an 8-1 final. They score a run in the fourth, two in the sixth, and after the A's countered with one run in the bottom of the seventh inning, the Astros scored five combined over the last two innings, two in the eighth and three in the ninth. Zach Greinke with the win on opening day. He goes six shutout, three hits allowed, no walks and four strikeouts. Chris Bassett, the loss for Oakland, three runs on four hits and five and a third, two walks and three strikeouts, no save in this ball game. Worth noting that for Houston, they got a huge performance out of Alex Bregman as he goes two for four with two RBI and two runs scored. Jordan Alvarez, one for three with three RBI, two of them coming on a two RBI double in the top of the sixth inning. For Oakland, they only managed six hits in the ballgame. Chad Pinder, a two for four performance. Ramon Laureano, a two for four performance as well. The San Francisco Giants had a 6-1 lead going into the bottom of the eighth inning. And just like that, it all disappeared thanks to a Giants bullpen collapse. We'll take you to Seattle to tell you how this game finished. A pretty anticlimactic way to finish... An RBI walk-off walk for Jake Fraley as the Mariners come back to beat the Giants 8-7. Winning pitcher in the ballgame, Anthony Misevich, as he went a scoreless 10th inning out of the Mariner bullpen. Jose Alvarez takes the loss for San Francisco. He issued three walks in the bottom of the 10th inning. A runner started on second base, and everybody walked themselves all the way home. The Giants spoiled a beautiful outing by Kevin Gosman, who went six and two-thirds innings, allowed just one run on two hits, two walks, and six strikeouts. But the bullpen was a disaster in the eighth inning. The Mariners took a 7-6 lead because of the Giants' bullpen collapse, and they took the lead on an RBI fielder's choice by Jose Marmalejos. A lot of this was set up, though, by walks. The Giants' bullpen issued seven walks in this ballgame. However, San Francisco tied the game in the top of the ninth inning as Alex Dickerson hit a home run off of Rafael Montero to tie the game at seven. The Mariners couldn't get anything in the bottom of that ninth inning, so they moved on to the tenth. The Giants couldn't do anything with the runner on second base, and then the Mariners got the bacon in the bottom of the tenth. Nobody for Seattle had multiple hits in the game, although Dylan Moore went one for three. He had three RBI. For San Francisco, Evan Longoria homered, Buster Posey homered, Alex Dickerson homered, and Austin Slater homered. So very rare that you are going to lose a game when you hit four home runs and have a 6-1 to lead going into the bottom of the eighth inning. According to Andrew Baggerly of The Athletic, who covers the Giants, the San Francisco Giants' loss on opening day is the first loss for a team on opening day holding a five-run lead going into the bottom half of the eighth inning since the Florida Marlins gave up a six-run lead to the Montreal Expos way back in 2002. Our final game of opening night was in Anaheim between the Chicago White Sox and the Los Angeles Angels. With the White Sox. High fly, ball center field. Robert goes back to the wall. Gone! And that's the power for Max 
Stassi entertaining us with a home run. Center field. A very rare rally against somebody like Aaron Bummer as the Angels take a 4-3 lead in the bottom of the eighth inning. They win by that final. Winning pitcher Mayers, he goes a scoreless inning out of the bullpen. Aaron Bummer allowed two unearned runs in the bottom of the eighth inning as Nick Madrigal's throwing error allowed that inning to continue and opened up the gates for the Angels to take the lead and win the ball game. Lucas Giolito was pulled after five and a third innings, which I disagreed with. He allowed two runs on two hits over that five and a third, two walks and eight strikeouts for the White Sox ace. Dylan Bundy in no decision as he allowed six hits in six innings, three earned runs, one walk and six strikeouts. Homers in the game. Adam Eaton hit a two run shot for the White Sox. Max Stassi hit a solo home run for the Angels. Other key lines in this game offensively, Yoan Moncada went two for three, and Stassi went two for three for the Angels, the only multi-hit games for either team. That's the recap of opening night. COVID issues postponed the entire series between the Mets and the Nationals, and rain postponed the opener between the Orioles and the Red Sox. But let's be kind to the Orioles and the Red Sox and have them be our first game as we recap Friday, April 2nd in Major League Baseball. Maybe not as good as Dwight Evans did when an eight goal gloves. 0 2 changeup. Adam swinging. Full count on the way and he got him. 1 2 and he got him on strikes. Pretty good battle now, Means and JD Martinez. Got him. A great performance by John Means. He goes seven innings of one-hit baseball against the Boston Red Sox on opening day. No walks, five strikeouts as the Orioles best Boston three to nothing. The Red Sox had just two total hits in the ball game. Baltimore scored two runs in the sixth inning thanks to a Ryan Mountcastle two RBI double. And in the eighth inning, Anthony Santander singled home a run as well. For Boston, Nate Valdi got the start. He took the loss. One run on four hits in five and a third innings, one walk and four strikeouts. Valdez with the save for Baltimore. One inning, one hit, no walks, and one strikeout. Cedric Mullins and Pedro Severino had two for four performances for the Orioles, the only multi-hit games for any team in this ballgame. Our next stop is Miami for the Rays and the Marlins, and Tampa put up quite a rally in the top of the ninth inning. He swings and hits one deep to right. Down the line. That baby is out of here. Joey Wendell turns it around. A three-run shot. And the Rays pick themselves right up off the floor to take a 5-4 lead. Joey Wendell's three-run homer in the top of the ninth inning turns a 4-2 Marlins lead into a 5-4 Rays lead. The Rays would add on one more and beat Miami by a 6-4 final. The blown save and the loss goes to Anthony Bass in his Marlins closing debut. Diego Castillo picked up his second save. Andrew Kittredge with a save out of the Tampa Bay bullpen. A great start for both starters. Ryan Yarbrough for Tampa. Five and two-thirds innings, four hits, no runs, no walks, and three strikeouts. Pablo Lopez for Miami. Five innings, two hits, no runs, two walks, and four strikeouts. For Tampa, 
Manuel Margot went two for four in the game with an RBI and two runs scored. For Miami, Starling Marte goes three for five. Miguel Rojas goes two for five with two RBI. Jazz Chisholm goes two for three with a run scored as well. Corey Dickerson with a pinch hit RBI. But Joey Wendell, the big star of the show for the Rays, one for four with a three-run homer to give Tampa the victory. The Rays are 2-0. and The Marlins are 0-2. We now go to Colorado where Trevor Bauer made his Dodgers debut. He was good for part of it, and it was a slugfest again, won this time by the Dodgers. On one, two. Missed his spot. Diving stop. Gavin Lux. What a play. That's the best defensive play of his young big league career. Bauer earns the win. Six and a third innings. He was hitless through the first six innings. Three hits allowed. Four earned runs. Two walks and ten strikeouts. He allowed two home runs. One to Charlie Blackman. One to Ryan McMahon. Colorado hit four total homers in the seventh inning with a bunch of them coming off of David Price. It was a 10-6 ball game after seven. Dodgers would get one more run in the top of the eighth inning and win by an 11-6 final. Both teams are 1-1 one one to start the year. Homers in the game all coming from Colorado, Blackman, McMahon, Nunez, and Hilliard. For the Dodgers in the game, the top third of the lineup was fantastic. Mookie Betts, two for five with two runs scored. Corey Seager, three for five with an RBI and three runs scored. Justin Turner, three for five with three RBI. Will Smith went three for four with two RBI and two runs scored in this ballgame. For Colorado, multi-hit performances for Ryan McMahon and Trevor Story each went two for four. We will now go down to Los Angeles, or Anaheim, I should say, for the White Sox and the Angels. And Jose Abreu showed why he is the reigning American League MVP. That ball's hit well. Abreu to right center field. Trout at the wall. It is gone! The MVP's got the first grand slam, and it's 4-1 Sox! Abreu's first home run, a grand slam. White Sox beat the Angels 12-8. The winning pitcher in this ballgame, Michael Kopech out of the bullpen. He goes two hitless innings, one walk, and three strikeouts. Andrew Haney takes the loss. Seven runs on five hits, two walks, and four strikeouts, including the grand slam to Abreu. Liam Hendricks picks up his first save. He did give up a home run to Shohei Otani in the ninth inning. And made it a four-run ball game. Hendricks came into the ball game in the bottom of the eighth inning when it was still a close game. White Sox at the time led seven to six. Chicago scored five runs in the top of the ninth inning, thanks to a Tim Anderson homer, a Yasmani Grandal two RBI double, and a Yermin Mercedes two RBI double as well. Yermin Mercedes goes five for five with four RBI and a run scored. Jose Abreu two for four with the grand slam and two runs scored. Yasmani Grandal two for five with two RBI and two runs scored. And the Major League debut of Andrew Vaughn, the former third overall pick by the White Sox in the 2019 MLB first-year player draft. Next stop, let's go to Oakland for the A's and the Astros. Bregman first pitch swinging, sends one to left field, hit well, all the way back, gone! Three-run home run, Alex Bregman, back-to-back nights. Alex has two home runs in the first two games of the season, and it's 3-0 Astros. 
Astros jumped on Jesus Lazardo early, scoring three runs in the third and two runs in the fourth. They never looked back as they beat the A's 9-5. Houston is 2-0. Oakland is 0-2. A controversial play in this game. Carlos Correa tagged out Matt Chapman really hard in the baseline, almost shouldering him up. That got a lot of A's fans upset. I have a problem with the way that Correa went about it on that play, but nothing happened. Correa wasn't punished, so you can't go back and cry over spilt milk. Brian Abreu gets the win out of the bullpen for Houston. Two and a third scoreless innings, one hit, one walk, and one strikeout. Jesus Lazardo went five innings. He allowed five runs on eight hits, two homers, one walk, and eight strikeouts for him. Homers in the game, Alex Bregman, his second, Uri Gurriel, his first for Oakland, Chad Pinder, hit his first of the year. Final game, or rather, two more games, I should say. Let's go now to San Diego for the Diamondbacks and the Padres. On the ground through a vacated left side. Bambi waved around. He will score. And the Padres take a 4-2 lead. Eric Cosmer's on fire to begin the 2021 season. Drives in another. A multi-hit day for Eric Hosmer. He homers in each of his first two games. He has three of the four Padre RBIs. San Diego wins 4-2 in Blake Snell's San Diego debut. He goes four and two-thirds shutout innings, four hits, two walks, and eight strikeouts. He did throw 86 pitches, so if you want to wonder why Blake Snell was pulled early again, that's the reason why. Kelly the loss for Arizona. Three runs on five hits and four innings, three walks, and four strikeouts. Emilio Pagan gets the win, so he gets the win out of the bullpen for the second straight game. Mark Melanson picks up the save, his second again, even though the Padres held the lead since the third inning because Snell didn't go a full five. Scores discretion in regards to who ends up actually getting the win in the statistical column, and they gave it to Emilio Pagan. Jerickson Profar with a sack fly to make it 1-0 Padres in the bottom of the second inning. Then Eric Hosmer with a two-run homer. Cattell Marte homered for the second game in a row as well. His two-run homer cut it to a 3-2 game, but then Eric Hosmer with an RBI single in the bottom of the seventh inning to extend the lead back to 4-2. Hosmer goes 3-for-3 with three RBI and two runs scored. Fernando Tatis Jr. is 1-for-8 through his first two games of the season for what that's worth. Obviously, a small sample size. Jorge Mateo coming off the bench. The former Oakland A prospect goes two for three in this ballgame for Arizona. Carson Kelly goes two for three. Cattell Marte two for five with two RBI. Our final game of an abbreviated Friday slate, the San Francisco Giants and the Seattle Mariners at T-Mobile Park in Seattle. Fastball in. Fair ball down the left field line. And it kicks away from Fraley. One run scores. Yastrzemski coming in. He's going to score. And Donnie Barrels does it again. A 3-3 ball game going into the top of the seventh inning. Donovan Solano with a two-RBI double to make it 5-3 San Francisco. Giants would add on another run in the top of the seventh inning on an Evan Longoria RBI single. Giants double up the Mariners 6-3. Giants are 1-1. Mariners are 1-1. I should remind you in the first game, Padres are 2-0. Diamondbacks are 0-2. Forgot to record that in the last recap segment. Willie Peralta picks up the win, an inning and a third out of the Giants' bullpen. No hits, no walks, and two strikeouts. Drew Steckenrider takes the loss for Seattle. 
He allows three runs on two hits in two-thirds of an inning, two walks, and two strikeouts. You say Kikuchi, 10 strikeouts in six innings of work, three earned runs on six hits for him. Johnny Cueto goes five and two-thirds, three earned runs on six hits, three walks, and seven strikeouts. Buster Posey and Evan Longoria, both homer for the Giants. They have each homered in each of their first two games. Donovan Solano, three for five with two RBI and two runs scored. Evan Longoria, two for three with three RBI and a run scored. That is it for the recap of each of the first two days of Major League Baseball. We will be back on Monday recapping Saturday's and Sunday's action, along with a couple of other storylines across the game. Thanks for listening to this edition of MLB Morning Coffee. Baseball is back. We'll be back with more recaps on a Monday morning. Thanks for listening.